Welcome to the Word and Prayer Daily with Pastor Jared Kirk. Second Peter 2, 4-10 for if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who is distressed by the depraved conduct of the lawless, for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Well, I hope that before we read the Bible today, you buckled your seatbelt, because apparently today is hellfire and brimstone day. I mean, here's the thing. Today, I really don't want to pull any punches because God's Word is one of those things where there's these beautiful, encouraging, uplifting, joy-filled, peace-giving truths of our lives, and those are also matched by some of the some of the truths, some of the realities of judgment and wrath and accountability, and to affirm one while denying the other, it's just not biblical. It's just not true Christianity. And so Peter here is coming out of a a teaching section about false teachers who abuse their position to prey on weak people. And so Peter's riled up about it, man, and rightly so. And he points out that God has in his nature both an aspect of wrath and an aspect of saving, both an aspect of judgment and an aspect of rescuing. And so even though he flooded the world as an as an example of wrath and judgment, he saved the righteous Noah. He condemned Sodom and Gomorrah, but he saved Lot out of it. And that this is just in the nature of God. And he says, like when, he, when, he, when Peter wraps everything up, he says he can rescue the godly from trials and he can hold the unrighteousness, the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. And I think this is such a great reminder to us you know, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, it really doesn't make sense if God is just all love and hugs and butterflies and rainbows. You know, the gospel of Jesus Christ says that our sin was deserving of punishment. Our sin is deserving of God's wrath. And that alone explains why Jesus had to go to the cross and die for us. That explains why the cross is an act of love that we were saved from the wrath of God for the glory of God, that we no longer have to worry, that we no longer stand condemned, that we no no longer have to walk around with our heads down, worried about what God's going to do to us, worried that God's going to punish us because Jesus, because Jesus took all of that onto himself. And so this text today stands as just one of those wonderful reminders that that judgment and accountability and even wrath, that's a part of God's nature. But 
love and forgiveness and mercy absolutely stands as a part of God's nature as well. And to anyone who runs to faith in Jesus Christ, what they experience is love and grace and mercy. And so it's that truth that is that makes Jesus so beautiful. Now today, as we pray, I want us to reflect on that part of God's nature that judges those who are unrighteous. It judges false teachers. It judges those who take advantage. It judges those who are full of violence. The text today says it's especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. So it's important for us to reflect on that. But even as we do, it's important to look to the Son. And so in our prayers today, let's confess our sin and then let's thank God that Jesus has paid the price for it. Let's do that now. Heavenly Father, we begin our prayer today by thanking you that you're a God who hates sin. We thank you that you're a God who's holy. We, we wouldn't want any other kind of God than one who is righteous and pure and holy in everything that he does. We're so thankful that, um, that you, you're angered when people hurt one another or when they, when they sin against their creator. We just acknowledge that that's a part of who you are. And right in the moment that we realize that you are a holy and righteous God and that you justly judge sinners in this world, we proclaim the glory and the beauty of Jesus Christ who forgives us of those sins by dying on the cross in our place so that the wrath that we deserved was poured out on him and he drank that bowl down to the last drop so that our relationship with our Heavenly Father could be life and peace and goodness and joy for eternity. God, we're so grateful for that. That your, your way towards us in this world is grace. And we want to celebrate that. God, help us to live our lives today in such a way that we recognize that there is accountability coming for our lives. And help us to share the news of how beautiful Jesus is to those whose sin is still not paid for. 
Help us to be bold, sharing about your love and mercy and grace. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If this content is helpful to you, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To help get the word to even more people, please leave a review and a five-star rating. God bless and have an amazing day. Thank you.